Your Excellencies, Distinguished Guests, Ladies and Gentlemen, uh, good morning. Uh, welcome uh, on behalf of the Board of Directors of the um, National and staff of the National Council on U.S. Arab Relations. I'm honored to welcome you to the uh, 27th Annual Washington Policymakers Conference. The National Council was founded in 1983 as, a non, as an American nonprofit, non-governmental educational organization dedicated to improving American knowledge and understanding of the Arab world. We are grateful for the generous and enduring support of our sponsors. You can see here they are listed in the program guide and behind me. Simply put, we could not do what we do without um, their enduring support. I also want to thank our distinguished speakers and panelists who have traveled great distances and will cover over the next two days, um, share with us their knowledge and insights. At this time, I'm honored to turn the podium over to uh, my dear friend, Dr. John Duke Anthony, founding president and CEO of the National Council. As many of you know, Dr. Anthony needs no introduction. If I were to summarize his accomplishments and honors, I would be here for the next hour and a half. So I would simply refer you to his distinguished bio in the program guide. Suffice it to say that his knowledge of the Arab world is not only broad and deep, but unparalleled and greatly respected. He is our national treasure in that regard. He has dedicated his life to promoting dialogue and understanding, and for this we are forever grateful. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Anthony to the podium. Thank you, John Pratt. <clears throat> we are honored to have Mr. Pratt as the chairman <clears throat> of the National Council's uh, Board of Directors. He has three and a half decades of uh, direct exposure and empirical experience uh, on the ground. Uh, we use those three words, um, uh, education and empirical experience. We're not into theory, uh, we're into reality. <clears throat> But we also into hopes and dreams and schemes. And this um, particular conference is but one of 11 activities and programs and projects that the National Council has been fortunate to have and been enabled uh, by its supporters, its donors, and its contributors, um, many of whom are here uh, with us today. Uh, you will see a lineup of specialists and renowned uh, individuals, foreign affairs practitioners, who have devoted, uh, in some cases, all of their adult lives uh, to trying to improve the Arab-U.S. relationship. And, of course, you cannot do it evenly across the board, given the fact that there are 22 Arab countries and spanning the region from Morocco to Muscat, Baghdad to Berber, Algiers to Aden, and Alexandria and Aleppo in between. Uh, the diversity is obvious. Uh, the richness of the culture is apparent to specialists, but not to generalists. And one of the hopes and dreams and schemes we have, we know it will take 
longer than perhaps many of us will be alive when it occurs, is the establishment of an Arab cultural institute right here in the center of the nation's capital. Uh, in the last presidential election, um, the dehumanizing of Arabs and Muslims uh, was apparent, and it was massive and it was pervasive, and it was ugly. No other country uh, has a degree of tolerance by its media and special interest groups for this kind of focus on treating others as just that, others, as opposed to us, uh, treating people as those, as them, uh, not as part of a we, uh, focusing on these legitimate common needs, common concerns, common interests, common goals, similar goals, complementary goals. Uh, in terms of what we seek to achieve. Uh, let's not be bashful about saying we have achieved more than specialists in the media would as it's due. I believe I mentioned that in the last three and a half decades alone, I've mentioned it to some, uh, we cooperated to drive the last nail in the coffin of the Red Army in Afghanistan. Uh, no one country did it alone, and no one uh, did it by themselves. Uh, this was an usness campaign and effort, and it was an usness in its effectiveness. Uh, throughout this same period since 1979, uh, together, not alone, uh, we have prevented the expansion of a radical revolution to the east of Arabia and the Gulf from expanding to Arabia and the Gulf. Point number three, it was America's flag that was put on the oil tankers of Kuwait in order to allow it to traverse the more than 500 <clears throat> 50 nautical miles from the opening of the Hormuz Strait uh, to the refineries and export terminals uh, of Kuwait. And by no means least, the last time we did arguably the right thing at the right time in the right way for the right reasons with the right people and the right results was in the liberation of Kuwait from Iraqi aggression. Uh, when Iraq did this, it wiped out all three of the criteria for admission into the United Nations, namely that a country can evidence its national sovereignty, its political independence, its territorial integrity. And all four of the essential attributes of America's own constitution uh, the United States exists for many reasons, but four primary ones. And these four primary ones are the first four positions that are filled after every presidential election. And they are embedded in meeting the following four goals. To protect a people's safety, or internal security, if you will. 
to strengthen and expand a people's defense, external defense, against those who would intrude, invade, and occupy and seize uh, what is treasured there. Thirdly, uh, to have due concern to people's legitimate material needs, their economic well-being, their ability to uphold their standard of living, and hence at Department of Treasury. And fourthly, the administration of an effective system of civil justice. Otherwise, everyone would be packing heat and constantly locking doors and looking over shoulders. That's what happened to Kuwait, too. Those seven attributes were trampled underfoot. And together with our Arab friends, we restored all seven of those national attributes that are cherished by any people, by all people, uh, to Kuwait. Uh, so there is this usness, regardless of what one hears from academics, teachers, and unprincipled corrupt politicians, and a media that caters to advertisers who sometimes pull no punches in terms of what they want to see the media treat and not treat.